brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard the National Football Show. It's your boy Dan Cilio. AFC and NFC Championship games this week, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Final Four football, nothing like it. Divisional football rounds were spectacular. These conference championship games will be special. A lot of stuff to hit on. By by the way, do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. You guys have been absolutely spectacular. I want to thank each and every single one of you and all the people that come aboard brand new followers, brand new watchers. We thank you. Just sit back and maybe watch a little bit of what Big Sills Army does. And the posse, can we say that during this time? Right? Can we say that? Just watch the Army and watch how they do it, like Big Chris, and you'll be able to jump along with us here. We got a boatload of content here, as we always do. We got a great guest in hour number two, the winner of three Super Bowls, Randy Cross. 49er legend will join us. We'll ask him about 49ers Rams. How about that one statistic? Think about this. Kyle Shanahan has never lost to Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams. 6-0 versus him. Will that play out this weekend? All right. Bunch of stuff on the Eagles, but I want to start it here, guys. I like Mafia too, Chris. Let's do Big Sills Mafia. Okay. So Ben Roethlisberger calls it a career. I want to give you two statistics that, to me, define him. Look, I know there's stuff off the field. I don't care about that. You know why? I'm not a morality cop. That's for those other media guys to dissect and play psychologists, put him on a couch, whether or not he was a good or bad guy. I don't judge you that way because you know why? I don't know you that way. How many times do you hear people going, you know, Ben had issues. Bro, you're not a morality cop or psychologist. You're a sports analyst. Don't you love those guys? You know, really a great career. But, you know, we had some dog. (laughs) We all have issues. So I don't sit here when I'm looking at a guy's career and sit here and psychoanalyze a guy because I'm not qualified to psychoanalyze anybody. I could barely psychoanalyze myself. Well, he did. Dude, that has nothing to do with me. I'm not asking Ben Roethlisberger to date my daughter here. Here's the two stats that step out and step up for me when it comes to Roethlisberger. 
So you're telling me in 18 years, Ben Roethlisberger never had a losing season and he won two Super Bowls. Let that sink in. Ben Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls, as many as Peyton Manning, and more than Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre combined. That's crazy. 18 consecutive years of non-losing football in Pittsburgh is remarkable. Dude, Big Ben Hall of Famer? Big Ben's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Released a video today and said his goodbyes to the NFL. He's going to be now family guy. He's going to be obviously somewhere in the media. But, dude, 18 years. 18 years of non-losing football. That's crazy great. That's a benchmark. That's got to be a highlight in your career. I never had a losing year. I didn't have to worry about losing ever in my entire career. You know, you know how many people, and I did it in one place. You want to add that into the mix too. That's crazy. And he won the ultimate prize. It wasn't like Marino, you know, in one place. It wasn't like, you know, Dan Marino with the Miami Dolphins the entire time. And Dan, he had losing years, man. I mean, he did. He had losing seasons. Never a losing year, and he won two Super Bowls. This guy's career is better than Dan Marino's career. More yards, more wins. One of the best win percentages in the history of the National Football League. Dude, it's pretty crazy great. All right. I'm going to get to your takes here in a, in a second here. Big Chris, respect, absolutely. You respect a guy like Roethlisberger's play. Again, I don't know the guy from a can of paint, and I'm not going to pretend to. That's for other people to do that shit. All right. You know what's funny? And the one thing that we've been able, let's see here, the Cilio crew, feared across the land, NFC beast. I love that, baby. One thing we've been listening to with people talking all week long here. I got your show playing in a Seattle sports bar, bro. Fresh Prince. Thank you. That's an honor, man. That's an honor. Thank you very much. Seattle almost signed with them back in the day. Almost signed with the Seahawks. I went up there. God, where's that facility? Kingston? I forget where the facility for the Seahawks was. I went there, and I, God, I can't remember the guy who was the general manager of the team in 87. Man, went up there. God, they almost signed me. It was such a great visit. Went to Space Needle for um, dinner. God, that was a damn good place. And by the way, the Oak Kingdom, holy shit. Guys, you talk about fans. That 12th fan up there, how you doing? How you doing, man? That place is loud. I've not been to the new joint. But, dude, man, the, the Kingdom was loud. One of the loudest facilities I had ever been in. Totally a great place to play ball. So we welcome everybody in Seattle here to us, too. Thank you. I want to ask you a question about defining the NFL position of quarterback today. Okay? Defining it. 
Have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen redefined the position? And I'm follow me here. Even Dak Prescott now, $42 million. Does Dak Prescott look like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? No. Hey, for that, Russell Wilson is probably one of the closest guys to that. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. Those two players have redefined how the position is to be played today. Active immobility, accuracy, toughness, part of the run game. When you look at a player like Jalen Hurts, does Jalen even come close to what that benchmark is on today's NFL? To some extent, he does. He does the intangibles, but he's not at that level yet. But those two guys have redefined the position. Drop back quarterbacks, okay? So hard to find. People think they can find one of these seven-step guys, and they think they're in the draft everywhere. And How many times do they miss? How many times do you find a guy in the sixth round? Brady's in the sixth round. Montana's in the third round. Tony Romo's not drafted. Kurt Warner was cut five different times. The quarterback position is the most difficult position to define and to evaluate. It, it really is like, like going after a stock and trying to figure out if this stock's going to go up or down. Those two guys have redefined it. That's why when you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, you say this. Is that guy going to be what today's NFL looks like? And I say this to you. That's what Howie Roseman and that's what every general manager in the NFL is looking at now. Who can redefine our team with today's NFL style? Look, in the 80s and 90s, 70s, drop back quarterbacks, that was a fundamental thing you had to have being able to read defenses and most notably call your own plays. Remember, when Bradshaw won those four Super Bowls, Terry was his own offensive coordinator. Lawrence says $500 million can make anybody go crazy. Okay? Comes with a big price tag when you find one of these guys like Josh Allen. $40 million, man. Look what, look what Mahomes and look what Josh Allen have done to everybody in the league. You made Sean Payton go, we're not having this now in New Orleans. And I don't see it turning around anytime soon. He pulled the ripcord and said, I'm out. He knew he didn't have it, man. Trevor Simeon, Tyson Hill, Jameis Winston, who was the number one overall guy. He knows he doesn't have it in the room. He knows he doesn't. He says, I got to get out of here because I'm nowhere in that conversation now with my quarterback, even though we were nine and eight. I don't have any quarterback in my room that's going to contend for a Super Bowl. The question in Philadelphia is, can Jalen get to that floor? Yet to be determined. I don't see it because he's not accurate. Now, Josh Allen struggled with accuracy out of the gate. But have those two players redefined how you look at the quarterback position? For me, they had. What was the comment that we were making on Monday? I want me one of those. 
I want me one of those. Right? I want me one of those. So there is no doubt. What we witnessed on Sunday and what we're going to see really pretty much this weekend, quarterbacks that are redefining the game. Look at Joe Burrow. He's more of a traditional seven-step guy. But look at these young guys coming out of college. Many of these teams have taken the college game and implemented them into their offensive skill sets. Zach Taylor basically is running the LSU offense. Two guys ran that offense. Why wouldn't you run it? Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow ran that offense in Baton Rouge. They're doing it in Cincinnati now. South Philly says, Hurts redefined the running game. Tampa Bay had to put 10 in the box. Imagine the Eagles with weapons when they can't load it. Wildebeest, Sills, please contact Howie Roseman about drafting. Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas in the second round. Dabo Samuel, 2.0. Rieger, ne- we, the Rieger we never had. Dude, Debo Samuel is a special football player. He is without a doubt a special football player. Miguel says, we have two available this offseason. We have all the draft capital in the world. By the way, thank you very much for that. We should go get Watson. Andy Reid made Patrick Mahomes. We're going to get to Andy Reid here in a minute. I want me one of those. There's a 10-year waiting list to get a new one. Russell Wilson. That's a damn shame that Russell Wilson wants now out of Seattle. You know why he wants now out of Seattle? No running game since Marshawn left. Offensive line has deteriorated, and the other side of the football has also deteriorated. Why is that? When you have to start paying your quarterback, you start losing assets. When they got rid of their center, that was the beginning of the end three years ago. Vaselli says that Watson is one of those. Smiles says, appears two white guys hired as head coach, Bears and Broncos, maybe a black guy for the Jaguars. What, hey, way to put it into CNN context. I like it. Hertz had one year, bro. I get it. Damon says, if Watson had been our quarterback in 2021, Smith would have had 1,400 yards. I completely agree. Lawrence says, big sills. Did you see all of the Saints players that are up for grabs? I have. That's another reason why Sean Payton decided to pull the ripcord there. No doubt. Mahomes and Allen have redefined the position. The question mark is, can Hurts be one of those players? I don't think so. I think Jalen Hurts is Baker Mayfield. But with character. No disrespect. Okay. Baker had a playoff year last year. I think he's Baker Mayfield. I think that's his ceiling. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Dak Prescott. 
Can he compete with Dak? Sure. Then again, I don't think much of Dak. I like Dak as a character guy. But do you look at Dak Prescott and go, that's a $42 million. Watch this. Can I get a refund on that $42 million they gave Dak Prescott? Don't you think Jerry Jones is doing the same thing like every other owner is? Look at what Jim Irsay said just a couple days ago about Carson Wentz. You got to have a quarterback that can make plays, score 30 points in a defense that can keep teams under 30. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. It was complete shade on Wentz. Gary probably defines it here. You know what? Xander has said this numerous times about me when it comes to Jalen. He's a nice kid, but he ain't that guy. That's really kind of, if we're going to go locker room talk, Jalen Hurts is a great dude, man. You want him on your football team every single day. But I just don't want him into one chair. That dude was signed to be one thing, a seatbelt, a safety belt, a substitute teacher. He wasn't signed to be the main dude. We're trying to make somebody who wasn't defined as a number one guy, a number one guy. And the only thing that gives the Eagles the ability to be able to put him in in 2022 as a starting quarterback is the fact that it gives them free agent money to go out and retool their defense, build a team around everyone else by not spending a boatload of money or giving up a boatload of assets to go get one of these big-time guys. No doubt about it. That's To me, the bigger asset for Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles, is this. He gives us time. So what does that mean, Eagle fans? The Eagles aren't expecting to win a Super Bowl in 2022. Guess what they're hoping for? 500. They're going to sell you that they think they can win the division, which isn't true. They're going to sell you that. Fool's gold. You're going to get a tougher schedule because you made the playoffs. It's going to come back to reality a little bit because you're going to play better teams. And at the end of the year, they're going to go, we got to make wholesale changes again. That's how this is going to play out. I'm telling you what the future is here for the Eagles. This is how they're going to play this out. Just Jones, Art says, bring in Russell and Michael Thomas. Imagine on the other side of Devontae Smith. Sydney, Isaiah Spiller will change our running game. Drake London, wide receiver, 6'5". Great-looking prospect. East Candom, Hertz doesn't have the right coach to help him like Andy does. I'm Again, like I said, I'm going to get to Andy Reid in a minute. Vaselli says, do you think we should rebuild the defense for next season before we pay for a guy like Russell Wilson? I think what you're going to do, listen, guys, if you're going to go after somebody, why not go after Devontae Adams? Can I tell you why? Don't you think if Devontae Adams, who's the number one free agent, and you just back up a Brinks truck to him, won't he attract Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson? I would feel better if I was Howie. Watch this. You're telling me Deshaun Watson 
who threw a bitch after they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Threw a bitch when they traded him to Arizona. Gave him that money, still didn't care in Houston. To me, the key to this is making it look conducive for some of these big arms to want to play in Philadelphia or anywhere. Because if you look at the current landscape of the way that the Eagles are constructed right now, you're not going to attract one quarterback that's going to be a potential free agent. You're not even going to, you're not going to even attract Jimmy Garoppolo. Devontae Smith, sorry guys, that's not doing it for me. The kid's a good-looking player, but there's a thousand of those receivers in the league. Shit, Odell Beckham is the number three in Los Angeles. And he looks better than Devontae. Who would you rather have, Devontae or Odell Beckham? With a quarterback? I'll take Beckham. Beckham's a better receiver right now. What is he, 30, 28, 29? I'm all right with Beckham. And for the money, I'm going to get the same production. Depends on who your signal caller is. And Z says he wants a Hall of Fame career. Philly and OZ, I'll take Odell Beckham. Absolutely, man. Kyle Rogers says, all in on Devontae. Dude, you put Devontae on the Eagles, the Steelers, you put him anywhere. Every quarterback is going to look up and go like this. Holy shit, they got Devontae Adams and Devontae Smith on the same team. Dallas Goddard and that old line. Well, let me call Howie. How much money are you willing to pay? And by the way, Philadelphia wasn't on my list, so you're going to have to kick up an extra five. So let's just say this. It's going to be a $42 million purchase. Russell Wilson is going to command a new contract, too. Okay, he's going to want... But how do you get a guy like that to go, I'm interested? Money and players. Okay? Big Moose says Devontae Smith didn't have a quarterback to throw to. I know, Dan. What makes you think you're going to attract a big-time arm to want to come to Philadelphia? You're not. They're going to go like this. There's nothing in Philly that makes me want to come there and play. And I'm even starting with the low bar of Garoppolo. Garoppolo doesn't want to play in Philly. Why would he? Even though it kind of fits his game. Run the ball. Don't have to throw the ball 38 times. You still need a weapon. Debo Samuel, let's not forget, 19's on that Niners team. No, hey, I'll tell you this. If I was... If I was like Aaron Rodgers, I'd want to play in San Francisco. Don't you think John Lynch is going to go like this? Okay, if Garoppolo leaves, hypothetically, Garoppolo leaves. I ask you this. Garoppolo leaves Indianapolis or someplace like that. You don't think John Lynch is going to pick the horn up and call um, the Packers and go just to inquire? You guys willing to deal? I'll give you Trey Lance. I know you don't like Jordan Love. I'll send you. I'll send you Trey Lance. And I'll take. And then you get Devontae and Debo Samuel. Holy shit, the Niners would run the world. These are the musical chairs. You see what Brett Favre said? Brett Favre said this either yesterday or today. 
in his heart, he thinks Rodgers is leaving. He thinks Rodgers is leaving. You today have to have a defining player at that position to match what's going on in Buffalo and Kansas City if you're going to win a Super Bowl. Hey, you want to win nine games? You want to win 10 ball games? Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts are your guy. You want to win a Super Bowl? It's a different dude. Price goes up. This is reality here. Big Moose says Rogers going to Denver. Why? Denver's not San Francisco or Green Bay. Rogers is got three years left. You think he wants to go to a place where he can't win a Super Bowl? And you got to play in that division with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes? No way, man. No way. You, if Patrick Mahomes stayed, now I would say this. I don't believe the Packers want to keep him in the NFC. But when the Packers get rid of Aaron Rodgers, Packers are a five-win ball team. Baker going to Denver? Maybe. Damon says Garoppolo is a huge liability. Really. You think 39 and 16, two NFC championship appearances in three years is a liability. I disagree with that. I disagree. Okay? It's funny, isn't it? Damon, not to pick on you, Damon, but you're the prime example of what we talk about all the time. We shit on Aaron Rodgers for not delivering in the postseason. Garoppolo delivers wins, and he delivers in the postseason, and he gets no credit for it. Why? He's 4-1 and one in the postseason. You can't have it both ways. You shit on Rodgers, but then you shit on Garoppolo, too. And Garoppolo's doing – hey, by the way, has Garoppolo owned Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah. Garoppolo has owned Aaron Rodgers. Owned him. Owned him. And he went up to Green Bay when the Packers were the number one seed. Dude, the facts don't speak to what Damon said, but people's perception of that is true. Okay, Chris says, Jimmy G's a solid game manager. If that means two NFC Championship games in three years, okay, manage me to those title games. I'm in. I don't know what game manager means. I just know what game winner is and game-er. I want a dude to get me to the title games. Put me in a position to get to a Super Bowl and win a title. Debo Samuel owns Aaron Rodgers, okay? I don't know who throws him the ball. He must hike it to himself, okay? He must hike it to himself. Birdman, appreciate you coming aboard. Got to have a trend-setting quarterback at that position. Look, again, and you know what, too? Here I go again. What up, Joey B? Appreciate it. How about this? Xander's right. My love for the kid, Jalen Hurts, and his intangibles of being a great leader and a great dude preclude me from hammering the guy. Okay? Preclude me from hammering the guy. Because... You've got to elevate. This is going to be a big year for him. Year three now, if he doesn't get any better, we're going to start looking at this going, mm. okay? Let me show you something here. Why you have to have insight today before it happens. 
So Cliff Kingsbury gets the job in Arizona. He looks at Josh Rosen and goes, that ain't it. To quote my friend Ice Cube, that ain't it. He goes to Steve Kahn, the general manager. We got to draft another quarterback in the first round. How many times do you see somebody draft a quarterback and then all of a sudden next year they draft another quarterback in the first round? Very rarely. They didn't get afraid. They went right back into the draft, moved Rosen to Miami, got some picks for him, and they've gotten better every single year that Kyler Murray's been in Phoenix. They knew when they saw, that ain't it. That ain't it. The Eagles don't have time. I've been telling you this for the last four months. This is the most important time in Eagle history on building yourself an opportunity to own the NFC. Cruz says, I like Hurts as a person. See? Every time somebody starts and quantifies that, I already know where we're going. I don't even really, Cruz, have to read the rest of it. You, you, you know what it's coming after that, right? But. But. Kit says we could get C.J. Stroud. Yeah, another fine Ohio State quarterback going into the NFL. Yeah, that's been successful. I look at those Ohio State quarterbacks. You know what I see those guys as? Nothing. You can't name me a quarterback in 150 years of Ohio State football that was a star NFL player. In 150 years of that program, in 102 years of NFL football, you can't name me one Ohio State quarterback that was a successful quarterback and a superstar quarterback in the NFL. There isn't one. Don't look. There isn't one. C.J. Stroud. The kid in Bama, too? Bryce Young? That's a small dude. That's a small dude. Six feet? 5'11"? I don't know. That's a small dude. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. Especially when I'm watching Josh Allen at 6'5". Or Mahomes at 6'4". Or I'm watching Burrow at 6'4". I'm watching the guy in Los Angeles, Herbert, 6'6". I don't know. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, 6'4", 255. I'm like, I don't know. Six feet, 190? (laughs) I don't know. Okay? Yeah, Breeze and Murray, small too. Okay? So you think that Bryce Young's Drew Brees. Okay. I hope he turns out to be. Okay. I do. I think the kid's a gamer. I love the kid. I do. Won the Heisman Trophy because of the Auburn and because of the Southeastern Conference Championship game. They were iconic. Wildebeest says, Hertz will finally have the same offense study for the first time since high school. Okay. Okay. That's important, man. Stability. Peyton Manning had Coach Moore for 10 years in Indianapolis. Had the same offensive line almost intact for 10 years. Had Harrison and Wayne on the perimeter. Okay. Had Dallas Clark as his tight end. No question about it, man. 
That's a major component when you're talking about building stability in your offense. When you have the same weapons and you know each other's weaknesses and strengths. Chris says, is winning the Heisman overrated? Chris, do you know how many MVPs have won the Heisman Trophy from the quarterback position in NFL history? Do you know? Do you know? There's two. There's two quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that have won the Heisman Trophy. Two. Staubach and Cam Newton. What up, Maniac? Ty Detmer. MVP? I don't think so. Lawrence, two. The Heisman Trophy is a college award. It's the most overrated award in American sports history. Those guys don't pan out. The Jason Whites of the world. Come on, man. The Gino Torettas. Love Gino. Okay? The Baker Mayfields. Look at those dudes that have quarterback. The Tim Tebow's. The Johnny Mansells. There's a boatload of them guys. All right, Joey B. Arch Schleister. He was great at the track, though, wasn't he? All right, I got to take a timeout. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. Don't forget, three-time Super Bowl champion from CBS Sports, Randy Cross, in hour two. Andy Reid, I got a question for you here. Is Andy Reid the best coach in the NFL today? I'm going to make a case that he's the best coach in the league today. And you fired him, Philly. We'll do it next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome aboard National Football Show. Please hit the like button, guys. Off to a great start here. We really appreciate you coming aboard with us as you do each and every single day. Nobody's ever going to be able to take down the resumes of Tom Brady or of Bill Belichick. Set in stone. Those are the two greatest resumes in coaching and in quarterback history. There's no getting around it. Okay, none. 31 postseason wins for Belichick. Think about that. 31 postseason wins. That's incredible. It almost doubles the guy in second place. I mean, it's crazy. Tom Tom Landry's got 40, or excuse me, 20. But Dallas Cowboys, he's number two. Reed, by the way, is tied for third with Don Shula at 19. So you can't, it's not fair when we're talking about the greatest coach of all time. That, That argument is over. The argument on who the greatest quarterback is of all time, the only way that you can change that conversation is if we're talking talent. Okay? And for coaching, if you're talking current. That's the only way you change that dynamic. Because the history of the sport is set. These two players that are part of NFL history, you cannot take it down no matter how you try to dissect it or look at it, when it comes to the history of the league, these two guys are pretty much set in stone. Belichick, the greatest coach. You could almost rename the Super Bowl trophy after Bill Belichick. And you could rename the MVP award for the Super Bowl after Tom Brady. So let's go with Andy Reid here. Andy Reid is sitting at number 19 as he goes into this weekend's AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. If he wins, he passes Don Shula. And he ties Tom Landry at number 20 for postseason wins. He's at 19, like I said. Currently right now, he has done something no coach in history has done. He's taken two different teams the four straight conference title games, the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Remarkable achievement. Remarkable resiliency and all the things that have changed during the time when Reed first got the coaching job in Philadelphia to where he is now when he got fired in Philly. And remember something. Let me me throw this at you here about how Andy Reed got that Philly job. Andy Reed was not the offensive coordinator in Green Bay. He was the quarterback coach. Joe Philbin took over for him. And the Dolphins thought they were going to try to recreate the wheel. They hired him as their head coach. Turned out to be a train wreck. But Reed learned so well under Mike Holmgren. You talk about the Mike Holmgren coaching tree. There's his greatest disciple is Andy Reed. 
Okay? Absolutely incredible. Remember, we're talking current here. Reed's the best coach in the NFL today. Am I wrong? He's the best coach in the league right now. Look at what he's done to a guy. Guys, help me out here on Patrick Mahomes' draft and where he was in the draft. Was he 11th out of Texas Tech? I know there were a lot of people that liked him, but I also know there was a lot of people that didn't like his wildness. Remember something, too. Cliff Kingsbury had a losing record in Lubbock. I don't remember Patrick Mahomes winning Big 12 titles when he was at Lubbock as a Red Raider. I, I, I don't remember that. Okay, I, I don't remember that. You guys remember where he was taken? Okay. I think it was 11. I'm talking... I'm talking Patrick Mahomes. You think Patrick Mahomes would be the same quarterback he is today going to four straight conference championships? And by the way, hosting all four at home, no team has ever done that, including the Bills. Hosting all four conference championship games at home is unreal. There's no way Patrick Mahomes... No way Patrick Mahomes would be the same player that he is if Reed's not there. Flex says 10th, and Mahomes' draft class was considered weak, and Watson and Mahomes came out that year. Goes to show you, you don't really know who's good. Look at Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was taken later also. I don't think we should be doing that if not for Reed or he, excuse me. Mahomes' career record at Texas Tech. Miguel, thank you, brother. This is why I love guys like this. Bryant says he thought he was 15. I thought he was a little outside the top 10, too. Look at what Miguel says. Patrick Mahomes' record at, at Texas Tech was 13 and 19. What do you think of the influence of Andy Reed? has had on that guy's career. How about this? Let me ask you this in Philadelphia. What do you think Donovan McNabb's career would have been if Andy Reid's not the quarterback in Philly? What do you think? Ernest says Watson made big-time plays to beat Bama in the championship game. Okay? Hey, just telling you. I, I, I think Watson's a great player. Mahomes 10, Watson 12. McNabb, ass. Trubinsky, Mahomes, Watson, and Garrett. Flex says you got to realize some of these dudes play on trash teams. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Flex, you're talking college? This was the problem that you guys had with Ben Simmons. He sucked at LSU. And he still drafted him like that. He sucked. He couldn't even get his LSU Tigers into the team of 64? 
He couldn't even get him into the tournament. You still signed a guy. You still drafted him. I went like this. Dude, you can't get. You're not one of the best 64 teams in the country. You're still going to draft that guy? There's something wrong with that guy. I mean, seriously, dude. Cleveland State gets in. (laughs) Weber State gets into the tournament. I mean, look, look at some of these things. Okay? You draft that guy? He couldn't even get his LSU Tigers in. Hilton says, I said the same thing. I mean, bro, there's 64 college basketball teams that make it to the tournament every year. And you you sign Ben Simmons to a high pick and go, well, you know, it was college. <laughs> well, at least, hey, dude, if they're keeping score, at least I want to sign a winner. I want to sign a winner. Andy Reid is the best coach in the league right now. His resume says it. Four straight home AFC title games. A Super Bowl championship. An opportunity to win another. What if he wins two? And he's taken the Chiefs to four straight conference title games. He's won two conference championships in the AFC and two Super Bowls. We're starting to talk about someone who's redefined himself in a way. Was Reed a Hall of Fame coach in Philly? No. Now, does what he did in Philly, along with what he's doing in Kansas City, make him a Hall of Famer? Yes. Part of the story. But what happened in Philadelphia to stop that progress to where Andy Reed is this guy now and he wasn't that guy then? You can't tell me, well, Andy Reid found himself and found Jesus or something. You know how people do when they go to jail? I found God and all that shit. No, okay, well, you needed to find God earlier in your life. God will always lead you. Okay? God's the man. You follow the man, no one else, and your own intuition. Okay, I hate that when I hear that. Well, you know, we found God now. Yeah, then again, dude, and anybody ever ask me if you found God, I always go like this. I didn't know I was looking for him. What happened in Philly? Is he any different today than he was then? Life experiences in Philadelphia change him? I don't know. Reed looks like the same dude to me. Nunez says Andy Reid went through a lot of personal stuff in Philly with his kids. Totally could redefine you in any way. AJ says, I believe Reid. Sorry, brother, I missed that. Brian, dude, the Ben Simmons thing, how do you sign a guy who didn't take his own college basketball team to a 60-14 tournament? Sydney says ego. Hey, repost that. I want to make sure I'm reading some of these on Andy Reid here. Andy Reid doesn't even look like he's aged since 08. He lost his son in Philly. That could send anybody for a tailspin. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's the biggest change with him? Is he any different of a coach on what you're seeing now? 
Because watch this. I think Patrick Mahomes is a great talent. How many times have we seen talent come into the league and just shit the bed? A thousand times. Reed's taken this kid's ability and put up some guardrails for him. Said, play inside this sandbox. He didn't, he didn't confine him. That's great coaching. Do you know how many times people hire people and the first thing they try to do is control them? They confine them. Here's your sandbox. You know what Reed did? Here's your sandbox. Do whatever you want inside that sandbox. But here are our guardrails. Don't fall outside those guardrails. I think earlier in the year, that's what he did. Lost his patience. And those guardrails, he was flipping over them. <laughs> Xander says, hey, sounds like me and you. Got to keep Big Sills on the ranch here a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. 77 says, let me clear my throat. Andy Reid has more control than he had. Ah, Benny. Did Benny hit it? I want to pick this topic up. I got to take a break. Please hit the like button. I think Andy just hit it. Or Benny, excuse me. I think you just hit it. And maybe this is why Jalen Hurts will never get the coaching that he needs. Hit that like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. National Football Show, Dan Cilio. I see people are asking about the guest list. Actually, the next five days are set up here. Randy Cross from CBS Sports, the owner of three Super Bowl rings. By the way, he played against the Bengals twice in winning two of those three Super Bowls. The one in Detroit and the one in Miami, and I believe against Elway's Broncos. And now he works for CBS Sports. He'll be an hour two at the bottom of the hour. Tomorrow, Bart Andrus, you know who he is? He's your new head football coach of the Philadelphia Stars of the USFL. We'll talk some NFL football this weekend with him and also USFL football. So we're going to get him on. We'll talk a little bit about the new league and its upstart. By the way, the Philadelphia Stars were probably the most successful USFL team back in the 80s. And we're going to have him on. That'll be on Friday. On Monday, Gary Cobb will join us, as always. But the chairman of CBS Sports will join us, too. Sean McManus, the man who makes all the decisions when it comes to sports on CBS. Sean McManus, yes, he is the son of Jim McKay. And his father, Jim McKay, got me into broadcasting. He, um, I tweeted it out at Dan Cilio's show. If it wasn't for Jim McKay, Big Sills wouldn't be standing here. And I wouldn't have had a 30-year career in broadcasting. It was McKay that introduced me to Rune Arledge. And I met Rune Arledge years ago, and really a tragic story. I was going to go to work for ABC Sports, and Jack O'Hara was the then director of ABC Sports, and Rune had gone over to the news division. But Jim McKay had set me up with an interview with Rune Arledge. So I went to New York, and I had a chance to talk to Rune, and Rune put me with Jack O'Hara. Jack goes like this. They were doing the French Open at the time, and he was going over with his entire family. He was killed on flight 800, that TWA flight. Unbelievable. I didn't have the backbone to call them back up after that. I really didn't have the backbone. I just didn't think it was proper for me to call Rune and go, hey, Rune, you still going to hire me? Everybody at ABC was like just devastated that Jack O'Hara died in that flight and that plane crash. And I was like, holy cow, man. It was just really just awful timing. We had set it all up. I was going to work the college football angle. And I was going to do a lot of stuff with um, a whole bunch of great folks at ABC Sports. I was going to do sidelines. And, oh, it was just a terrible thing. And, yes, Joy Taylor from The Herd will join us on Tuesday. That'll be at 4.30. So, we look forward to having Joy. She was once my producer of my radio show down at WQAM in Miami. Love her to death. Yes, she's Jason Taylor's sister. And she's really making a statement there at Fox Sports. So Joy will join us on Tuesday. That'll be at 4.30. Welcome aboard. As some of you are new to the program, we appreciate you guys stepping in. Please hit the like button. Thank you so much. Let me pick up the conversation a little bit here. Um. And what we were talking about Andy Reid with. And Andy Reid has, without a doubt, 
solidified himself. He was not a Hall of Fame coach in Philly. He is now. He is now. What's the difference from Philadelphia to Kansas City? I think it was Benny. Okay? I think it was Benny that said control. So do you think the front office got in the way of Andy Reid having more success? I mean, four straight conference title games, a Super Bowl appearance. NFC East Beast says Mahomes. KC says Mahomes and Reid are a match made in heaven. Uh, it's a, by the way, KC, did you see what Reid said about Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes? He says that it's just magical watching these go, guys go through progressions in practice. Okay? I mean, it's just magical watching these guys. Front office didn't believe in wide receivers and linebackers. Just like they still do. Okay, well, this leads me to this question. And, and, and I hate to say this. Are you trying to tell me then that that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl that the Eagles won, was luck? The Eagles Super Bowl was, things just lined up right. And it was just lucky. Sammy says, seems like Andy learned the Chiefs had three timeouts at the end of the game. Oh, couldn't deal with uh, timeouts. I thought his clock management in Philly sucked too a little bit. Chiefs do need a running back. They've not been able to replace Kareem Hunt. In my opinion, clearly, it's been a factor. Reed would have won in Philadelphia if T.O. wasn't hurt. Hoss, if I'm not mistaken, KC, I still think he had 144 yards. <laughs> Receiving yards, and I think 14 catches. I mean, I, 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 my numbers might be off. I thought he had like 14 catches for 144 in that game against the Patriots. Kyle says, had a backup QB beat the GOAT. It was definitely luck. Wow. T.O. played in the Super Bowl. Eight for 22. Thank you, A.J. That's a spectacular game for a guy hurt. William, he was I thought T.O. was spectacular in that game. He played with uh, screws in his foot. I remember that. I remember that whole thing. So Andy Reid given more control. Is this right? This is the difference here? Well, this is probably the difference why Doug Peterson's no longer the head football coach in Philadelphia. So the Eagle management gets in the way of winning. That scares me. This scares me. Eagle management gets in the way of winning? Guys, that whole culture has to be changed then. has to be changed. Reed is showing you. Here, what was Andy Reed's biggest? There were two things that Andy Reed did in Kansas City that shows you he had more control. That he had more control than in Philly. What are they? 
He told Alex Smith, dude, you're out. Alex Smith went to the playoffs. He told Alex Smith, you're out. They got Mahomes. What was the other move? They fired John Dorsey. Reed went to Clark Hunt, the owner of the team, and he said, you got to get rid of this guy. I need to be in charge of everything here. Personnel, hirings, everything. I can't have what happened to me with the small sandbox I had in Philadelphia. We'll never win. Am I wrong? He had to have gone to management. Coaches don't have that say when they go like this. Well, I'm taking this guy in the draft. I'm going to sit him behind him. Then I'm going to get rid of Alex Smith. Then I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to fire the guy who evaluated Patrick Mahomes, the guy who found him. And remember something about John Dorsey. He also built that Cleveland Browns franchise with some of the talent you see on the team right now, Miles Brand and all them guys. Okay, Miles Garrett, excuse me, and all them dudes that are on that team. He built that team. Casey, he did not make bad moves. He helped, He's the guy that found you Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, he was on. He was the general manager of the team. Okay, he was the GM of the team. But he went upstairs and get this. He had John Dorsey fired. So, we're the difference in Kansas City with Andy Reid is clearly on display. He didn't want to have happen to him where a front office and an owner kept tripping him up. It's almost like, you know, how about this? Watch this. It's almost like every time Andy was doing something to me, Joe Banner and Howie Roseman would like pull the carpet out from under him. So you're battling that. That Remember something I told you what Frank Reich said too. Got to manage that front office, man. That's how Nick Sirianni got the job. Got to make them feel like they're part of it. Why? That's so tasking, especially when you don't mean it. Reed has total control here. No, AW2, there's no way a coach in Philadelphia has total control except for Chip Kelly, and that thing turned out to be a nightmare. Okay, there's no way. Yale says... Reed's time had to come to an end in Philly. Interesting. Interesting. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Looks like they're going to be, and maybe even Aaron Rodgers, are going to be free agent quarterbacks. Dominating the news cycle today. Especially what Favre said. I want to expand on that. Okay. We got our number two coming up. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome aboard hour number two. National Football Show with Big Sills. Please hit the like button. You guys have been awesome, man. Thank you so much, man. That was a fast first hour. Bottom of the hour, three-time Super Bowl champion from CBS Sports and with the 49ers, our friend Randy Cross will join us. So, again, I want to give you guys a heads up, too, also in the programming. Like I said, Philadelphia Stars are going to start right after the Super Bowl. USFL's back in gear. I posted it over on my uh, Twitter page. I was drafted by the USFL, the original USFL. I was the property of the Orlando Renegade. And the Miami guys, it was all territorial back then. And I think Lee Corso was the head coach and general manager of the team. And he came down to Miami and he met with Kevin Fagan, myself, and Jerome Brown. And, hey, we're throwing a lot of money around. I think the team only lasted like a year. And then the next year, all the guys that were on that team, I think were absorbed by the Tampa Bay Bandits. I think that's the team. I know that's one of the teams that's back in action in 2022. But they gave me a helmet, and I was like this. Cross was a center, played with Montana. I actually played against him when I was with the Buccaneers. And, um, yeah, so I got – it was like, hey, we'll give you $95,000, you know, a year and – you know, 98, 1987, I'm going like, I don't know. Then when the Bucks came and they go like this, eh, we're going to give you 200 grand. I was like this, base? Oh, yeah, and we're going to give you a $350,000 signing bonus. I was like, okay, all good. <laughs> I'll take this thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so Bart Andrus will be with us, the head coach of your Philadelphia Stars. 
Uh, Gary Cobb on Monday, the CEO and chairman of the board of CBS Sports, Sean McManus. Joy Taylor will join us on Tuesday from the herd with Colin Coward. So we got a bunch of people lined up as we get ready for the Super Bowl. And I believe Jimmy Johnson's probably going to try to step in with us on Wednesday. So appreciate you guys coming aboard. Randy Cross, bottom of the hour. All right. Which one of these do, do we agree? I got a list of quarterbacks that are the premier quarterbacks that are going to be, okay, that are going to be, I believe, available. Okay, just know this. Brett Favre came out, and he thinks in his heart, either said it today or yesterday, okay, that he believes that, um, hey, I appreciate it. Brooks and Mays, I appreciate it. I love those guys, man. I love Barrett. I love Harry, too. Those guys, really awesome. Okay? He says that Fard believes that. He thinks Rodgers is out. Okay? He believes it, man. All right? He thinks he's out. Let me throw this at you. Do you believe that these quarterbacks are going to be free agents? Deshaun is. There's no getting around that. He's, he's looking for a new place. I don't care who they hire in Houston. He's out of Houston. Aaron Rodgers, I'm starting to believe 50-50 now. I thought it was very remote. You know, according to the people in Vegas, they still think the Packers have the best chance to keep him. But after listening to Favre, I don't know. Okay? Hey, thank you so much, man. That was a fun time being on Seth Joyner's show. Thank you, Matt. I really enjoyed it. And it was a privilege to be a guest of his. Thank you so much. Why cry? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm starting to believe Rodgers is going to be, but you know what? I have to think that Devontae Adams may be part of this whole equation here. Wherever far, get this, wherever Rodgers goes, you think Devontae follows? Can you imagine landing Aaron Rodgers and all of a sudden, hey, this is Devontae Adams. I'd like to play for you. Come on in. Hey, come on in. Well, you don't really have a lot of money with your salary cap. Don't worry about that. New CBA allows us to defer some money. We'll fucking make them. We'll make a move for you. Right? Okay? <laughs> Greer, it's all good, man. Some people like apple pie. Some people like coconut custard pie. I'm the coconut custard guy. How you doing? Jimmy G. Can you imagine this? If you're John Lynch, are you really going to cut loose that dude? Four and one in the postseason. What if he gets to another Super Bowl? Are you really going to cut that guy loose with a 39 and 15 record? <laughs> you don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Anthony, there's no way he had full power here. No way. No way. No way. No way. That's not how that organization runs, man. They gave it to Chip because that was part of getting him because they got rid of Reed. And they tried to they tried to give it to him and what this is why the front office of Philadelphia will never ever give up complete control again. How you doing, Trev? Okay. Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, Rodgers, 
Jimmy G, Russell Wilson. Do the Eagles have any shot at one of these guys? I'll wait. You guys think you have any shot at any of those guys? Daniel says, I think Kurtz will be amazing next year. Do you know what, Daniel? I don't want to wish or hope or think or maybes. I'm a guy that likes words like this. I am. We will. We are. He is. Bob Bob says, fuck no. Russell Wilson, too old. Russell Wilson is not too old in today's NFL. Flex, he's not. Nobody gets hit. Wilson or Watson to the Saints. Why would he go there if Michael Thomas is being dealt? Paul says, no shot. The only reason the Niners lost the Super Bowl is because Jimmy G missed a wide open receiver. It's true, Sean. But the only reason that the 49ers gone to two straight, or excuse me, two AFC, NFC championship games in three years is because of Jimmy G. Look it up. Kyle Shanahan's 8-28 and 28 without him. With him? He's 35-15. and 15. I don't know. I don't know. Matt Hatter says Wilson was sacked 427 times in his career. You think he's getting sacked with that old line in Philadelphia? I don't. <laughs> the show is great, but Sills, you're trash. Thank you, Kyle. I take that with a great, great merit badge. Thank you. <laughs> the show's great. Sills, you're trash. All yeah, right. I'd be called worse things. Trust me. Niners grab Rodgers. Wow. Debo Samuel, that old line, and Aaron Rodgers wouldn't lose a game. Flex says mixed. Would you rather get Rodgers, Adams? Oh, man. Can you imagine landing Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in Philly? Sean says Jimmy G can go to Texas. He ain't going there. He's going to Indianapolis if he goes anywhere. Jay says, here, let's go here. Brooks retiring. Great career. 10 years. Let's just put it this way. He won't ever have to buy a sandwich in Philly again or a beer. But they would have retired him anyway. Last two years have not been helpful for both the team and for him. I feel bad for the Packers. I don't. Why would you feel bad for the Packers? What, because they drafted that shitbox Jordan Love? They realize that he sucks. Dude, every time I watch that guy play, I'm like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Watson to Indy would make, oh, my God. Yeah, and, and, and then get this, KC. Then you send Wentz down to Houston. That kind of makes sense, right? Kind of switching out salaries at the quarterback spot. Seattle Seahawks won't turn down three first-round picks. No way. Correct. Lawrence, but I think Russell has a no-trade clause in his contract, if I'm not mistaken. So he's got to be on board, too. Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts all night. I don't want Jordan Love. <laughs> I mean, really. Hey, how about two-play Trey? Would you want two-play Trey in San Francisco? How many plays did that guy play this year? 
He was like the only quarterback that didn't start more than two games or something like that. This year, I came out of the draft. I'm like, two-play Trey. <laughs> hey. Went to Minnesota. Hey, man, Kirk Cousins going down to Indy. I might swap that out. Hey, how about, how about you know, Jimmy G going to Cleveland? Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, one of the best O-lines in football. You put Jimmy G on that Browns team, that's going to be a competitive AFC team. Wentz to the USFL. He'll be your starter with the Philly Stars. Oh, he's back in Philly. <laughs> he's back in Philly playing with the Stars. I bet you anything, 10, 10 to 1, Colin Kaepernick plays in the USFL. You want to bet? You want to see Manziel too? Watch Tebow play. I'll bet you anything, Tebow plays in the USFL. I'll bet you A.B. gets in there, too. You watch. This is going to be like the Nick Saban, you know, project. You know how Nick takes all those coaches in for rehabilitation? They're there for about a year and a half. Sarkeesian and all them guys, fight on! Fight on! He's the head coach of the Texas Longhorns. Making $7 million a year and getting beat by Kansas. Congratulations. Fodden! <laughs> One of the best drunkard coach moments of all time. Fodden! Yeah, that was awesome. That's one of my favorite sound bites. Wrong, my man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wife tells me that every day. Who do I think the Eagles have a best shot at going after here? You know, those three first-round draft choices help you out a lot. Okay? Dave says, do you think the Eagles should hire Jordan Palmer to help Jalen Hurts take his game to the next level? He's the brother of Carson Palmer. I know who he is. Supposedly some quarterback whisperer. Hey, dude, you know what, you know what Jalen Hurts needs? He, he needs a vial of accuracy. Okay, he needs a vial of accuracy. Eagle fan, we don't need to use our first. See, Eagle fan goes like this. We don't need to use our first round draft choices on Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson. <laughs> what? What are you, crazy? Honestly, are you crazy? Okay. Build up the D. Okay, hey. Tell me what the tell me what the Dallas Cowboys did or the New England Patriots did to build their defense up. Tell me what they did. Do you want to know what they did? Patriots signed $300 million worth of free agents last year. $300 million in salaries. That's how they fixed their defense. And do you know what Dallas did to fix that train wreck of a defense? Do you know what they did? They got lucky on Micah Parsons because you know they wanted the DB that was in Denver. Okay? They wanted him. And it just so happens, oh, we'll take the kid from Penn State. The kid from Penn State turns out to be the NFL Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. 
right? The Cowboys fell into that. It wasn't slick. It wasn't slick whatever, okay? It wasn't, well, let's just go here with this guy. He's really number one on our board anyway. Come on, man. And they hired Dan Quinn, who, by the way, had a handshake today with Jerry Jones. You see what happened? So after he didn't get the Bears job, Dan Quinn's not taking any more interviews. You know what that means? It's the Josh McDaniel rule. Now there's a handshake going on. Hey, things go sideways. You're my head coach in Dallas. How you doing? <laughs> He's not going to go out interviewing any longer. Dan Quinn's a hot name right now. Oh, and by the way, I saw what people were saying about um, Doug Peterson not getting another interview in Jacksonville. He's getting a Saints gig. That's where I'm thinking my prediction that he lands because Peyton is a big proponent of having him take over for him. One first-rounder in Fletcher Cox to the Saints for Alvin Kamara. Yeah, but who's throwing him the ball, Jalen? No, thank you. Okay? No, thank you. Quinn's a great coach, not a GM. Somebody needs to hire Doug. They will. Feast. Here's, I'm going to tell you, here's, here. Deshaun Watson's going to cost three first-rounders because you know why? Sunday's games show us that. Yeah, but Sills, what about all the stuff that's behind him with all the, I don't care. Yeah, but what about care? I don't care. But what, you know, are we, I don't care. What's your price? Nick Casario goes like this. Three ones. Three ones. Three ones for Deshaun. You do it? Three ones. You get Deshaun Watson and you get to be in the game. Get this. Hold on, Jeff. Hold on. Think of this for a minute. I don't think they're going to do Dennis Allen. They may. That's a good That's a good call, Jeff. They may do that, Jeff. They may put Dennis Allen in that position. William says, hell no, I wouldn't do it. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Not to get political, Dan, but brides and grooms have to wear masks. <laughs> and NZ now on their wedding day, even for photos. NZ. Whew, man. Xander, you're such a jackass. <laughs> what a jerk. What an absolute jerk, dude. <laughs> oh, man, wearing a mask. My my wife asked me to wear a mask last night, but I'll leave it there. How you doing? <laughs> That's the only mask I'm wearing. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. You know what I'd rather? Hey, do you know what? Do you know what my vaccination is? Staying away from jackasses. <laughs> Texans are, aren't get yes, the Texans are, Jay. The Texans are getting three ones. Did you not watch what we saw Sunday? Everybody in the world went like that. Hey, every owner is now speaking out going, hey, we need one. The Colts owner, the Cowboy owner, the Cowboy owner even threw shade at Dak. Yeah, okay, maniac, right. <laughs> watch this. He just said Deshaun Watson was just diagnosed with AIDS. I'll still take him. 
I don't care. I don't care what he has. <laughs> hey, I don't care if they gave him five years to live. I'll sign him. <laughs> hey, Deshaun Watson has five years to live. He's come down with this crazy uh, new virus from New Zealand. <laughs> and he, he, yeah, I, I don't care. I'm signing him. Okay. Dallas, hey, Dallas is starting to have buyer's remorse. Oh, absolutely. Bob, go sign him. Hey, the guy goes out. Yeah, yeah, Russell, Deshaun Watson has AIDS. I don't care. Sign him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they come into the room. Hey, Nick Casario's on the phone. They got some bad news for you. Deshaun's come down with, like, really a life-threatening disease. I don't care. What do they want? <laughs> Hey, how many games do I get out of them? You'll probably get two years. I'll take it. Uh, Hey, that's right, Chris. Watch this. Well, he's got six years to live. I get five years of him quarterbacking, maybe two Super Bowl appearances. Okay. And we'll have to retire a number in six years. I'm good. I don't give a shit about any of that. This is about winning ball games. (laughs) Hey, Jay. I think you got me confused with somebody here. Oh, 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 wow. He came down with that? I don't fucking care. I don't care. He's vaccinated, unvaccinated, uncircumcised, circumcised. I don't give a shit what he is. (laughs) I could care less. (laughs) Hey, KC, sold. Dude, this guy could be circumcised, uncircumcised. I don't care what facts, unfacts. Dying, not dying. <laughs> hey, Daryl, I don't know anything about those cases. The NFL doesn't either, or he'd be suspended. Dude, three ones for this guy. Come on, man. Boy, you guys are really greedy with your picks. Man, I got to take a time out here. Do me a favor. Please hit the like button. Randy Cross from CBS Sports. Rams and 49ers. By the way, the 49ers owned the Rams when Randy played. He's now with CBS Sports. Hit the like button. We'll talk a little bit about Deshaun. We'll talk a little bit about all these quarterbacks that are going to be on the open market. NFL news and the conference championship games with Randy Cross next right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, 
more benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Dan Cilio. You know, we started the program off by saying that the position of quarterback has been redefined, in my opinion. You know, every era has a different style of quarterbacking. You know, if you go back to the 70s, guys like Greasy and them threw the ball, what, 18 times? You know, I mean, it was a run-dominated football league at the time. I would say the running backs all the way through the 80s, but what changed it? Bill Walsh changed it. Walsh's offense, West Coast style, you know, first it was really Steve DeBerg. Then DeBerg passed the baton to, in my opinion, right there, goat A, B, whatever you want to call it, A or B, and Joe Montana. Then you had Young, five championships with that whole West Coast system. You're talking about changing the game. Don Coriel, also in the 70s and 80s, changing the game. Didn't have the success that the Montana 49ers had. But what we saw on Sunday was something that, Reminded me a lot of Dan Marino and Montana. The way the ball and the sticks are being moved. There's no doubt. The redefining of the position. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are the standard if you want to win a Super Bowl today, in my opinion. Jimmy G, spectacular in what he does. You have winning versus talent. And Garoppolo is kind of like dispelling what I just said. Guys going to his... Second conference game in three years. Let me bring in my friend here. And I love talking to Randy. Randy, the owner of three Super Bowl rings. And by the way, who would have thought that there's a chance that the 49ers and Bengals could actually be in the Super Bowl again against one another? And Randy owns two rings, yeah. <laughs> right? Because of the Bengals, he played in that dynamic game. By the way, folks, that Detroit Super Bowl that Randy played in, is still to this day the highest-rated Super Bowl in the history of the game. And then, of course, his final game as a member of the 49ers, I was right there on the sidelines. Kevin Fagan got me tickets, and I'm watching these turkeys go down the field and win that Super Bowl against Boomer Esiason and those Bengals. Appreciate you coming aboard. But, Randy, I mean, who would have thought you guys – there may be a chance for that game again. 
Yeah, I was actually, Dan, I was at uh, Pebble Beach last week playing golf, and I was with a group of guys. A lot of them were from Cincinnati. And, you know, I started the week off by telling them I was, I was more than happy to crush their sports dreams a couple of times. Um, and by the end of the weekend, yeah, it was kind of a real thing that it could be San Francisco, Cincinnati. And I, and I know for a lot of people out there, that's not the appealing matchup. Every time I see ideal matchups, you know, it's like, here's one, two, it's usually four or five. Is, is that possible matchup? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it would be great to see. And uh, the way these teams are playing, it's any matchup of these four teams. Just pick pick two teams and put them in there. Is that first Super Bowl the most revered ring you own? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, Dan, I've told you this before, but it's like picking your favorite kid. <laughs> I've got three of them, too. So... <laughs> Hey, you gee, know? really a coincidence. Kelly's, <laughs> Kelly's, Kelly's the oldest. She gets the first one. Crystal's the, the middle child. She gets the middle ring. And Brendan's the old, uh, the youngest. He's going to get the, the younger ring uh, from Super Bowl twenty three. Um, they all had their, their idea. I mean, Super Bowl twenty three, like you said, was my last game. Super Bowl nineteen was my best team by far. I mean, we were really – the only other team that probably is as good as the 87 or 84 team was the 87 team, the strike year that we got beat in the playoffs. So it really didn't matter. Um, and 81, the first time you win a Super Bowl, it's kind of hard to describe how that affects you. And because it does change, it changes your life, changes your career. And, you know, we, God knows we didn't handle it real well. We kind of over celebrated. <laughs> I, I played against that 87 team and you, and I, I we we used to just I swear to you, and I've told you this before. I'm like they they only have Craig and Taylor in Rice and Montana. And then now I say that I sound stupid because you're like, gee, really? And that great intact O line with Sapola, with you, with Harris. I mean, you know the one thing that I'll say about that group versus the group that we see today. You know the offensive line is a complete factor in the success of the 49ers right now and the success of what you guys did. They're kind of the unsung heroes. Now, look, they got Trent Williams, who I think is the best tackle in the game, but that's the similarity, isn't it, there a little bit, is the fact that that team's dominance and the team's strength is in that O-line in San Francisco, this crew. Yeah, it's, it's the two things that we had in San Francisco that probably got downplayed, Dan, is, is A, our line and our running game, because we were always – up there yeah. pretty good and ranked as far as where we were running wise. Uh, and the other thing was our D, but it was natural. You know, you had Joe, like you said, Joe and Jerry and Roger and John, and, you know, I'd go down Rathman and keep going down that list. Um, it was kind of natural that people would overlook, you know, the fact that our defense had absolutely mashed people. So you, people talk about stealing your soul. Nobody stole souls like the interior part of our defense against a, any offense that decided they wanted to run crossing pattern. <laughs> no, that wasn't something you did against Lot's crew. And for the record, Michael Carter easily is one of the most underrated nose guards in the history of the game. And by the way, I'm friends with him and his daughter is a tremendous Olympic gold medalist too. And I talk to Michael all the time. And Michael was so underrated as a nose tackle. When I say the best nose 
during that era was Michael Carter. And very, like you said, just completely underrated there. So again, I I, I brought you on though. I want to get a philosophical question for you from quarterbacking here. You know, what we saw on Sunday night with Josh Allen and with, with, with Patrick Mahomes, do you agree that there's a new evolution of quarterback now that if you don't have one of these guys to me, I think Sean Payton went like this, Randy. I ain't got that in this group here with Jameis Winston and Tyson Hill and Trevor Simeon. You even hear the co- the owner of the Colts saying, hey, we need a guy like that. You're hearing other owners, uh, Jerry Jones even going like this to Dak. We got to be better at that position. Is that where we are now? When if you don't have one of those kind of guys, you're not going to get to a Super Bowl today. I, I don't know. Um, you know, the, the Niners are a good example. They I know there's one, Jimmy G. <laughs> they went to one two years ago with Jimmy G and, you know, they throw the ball 23 to 25 times a game and run it 37 to 40 times a game, um, which is the antithesis of the new seven on seven that they let fat guys walk around and watch. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the quarterbacks are like that, but, but look, I would tell people, look at history. Look at this league, whether there were 24 teams or 28 teams or 30 or 32. How many great quarterbacks have there ever been at any one time? You know, maybe when the game was – I mean, that mid-'80s period, dominant – No way, Lions, Montana. Dominant, dominant Bears, dominant yeah. Giants. Yep. Yeah, you probably had 10. Yeah. But – I'm not great at math, but that says that there are 22 others that are less than great, you know, probably 12 that are okay and 10 that are soon to be replaced. Um, so it's always been like that. It always has. I mean, it, when, when Miami got Dan Marino, everybody wanted a Dan Marino. Well, yeah. duh. You know, same with John Elway. Well, that was easy to cure. There aren't – those are not just strolling out of college every year, just like this Joe Burrow thing. I mean, you, you knew Patrick Mahomes had some pretty special skills. And if you saw uh, Zach Allen at Wyoming, you knew, you know, he could be pretty special at the next level, and he's doing exactly that. But, you know, you, you look at some other guys and you say, hey, it's, it's just the perfect match, and that's the most important thing. Garoppolo is the perfect match to what Shanahan wants to do. Just as much as, and I know it it drives Titans fans nuts, um, their quarterback is a perfect match. Yeah, Tannehill to what Smith wants to do offensively. And the the formations, the running, you know, you can't do everything. And balance, balance is not only overrated, it's almost non-existent. How about this, Randy? I love John Lynch. I know John Lynch a long time like you do. I mean... If Garoppolo does get to another Super Bowl, it's two and three years. He's 35 and 15 in the regular season. He's four and one in the postseason. This guy is 39 and 16 as a starter. And when Shanahan doesn't have him on the field, he's eight and 28. How do you move off that guy for Trey Lance for an unproven commodity? Now, wait a minute. You're the perfect example of this because you guys moved off of, if I'm not mistaken, Burke, who had thrown for a boatload of yards, mm-hmm. and he was looking like that was going to be the air, that was going to be the next guy there in San Francisco. 
And what did Bill Walsh do? He said, nah, we're going with Joe, unproven, and they did it. You think San Francisco could recreate history like that again and move off of Jimmy G? Uh, well, I mean, as much as I love ice, the bird, and, you know, he was he was one of the great place setters in NFL history. And for two. He basically, he basically held the ball, held the ball for Joe till Joe was ready. And he held the ball for Doug Williams until Doug was ready. And he held the ball for John until John got there and was ready. I mean, it was like place after place. <laughs> you knew where the next number one pick was going. Wherever ice was, that's where the, that's where the <laughs> next quarterback was going to be. Um, but, you know, Joe, Joe just had a special something. He did. And the teams, the team knows. You knew that in training camp. That's the difference. And, and I'm sure these guys on, in San Francisco love Trey Lance. And from what I understand, he's a delightful guy, great personality, great team guy. He's been nothing but positive through this whole process, and that's to his credit. Um, but the guys actually really like Jimmy G. And you can tell by the comments they make and, and how, they, how they deal with them, especially this week. And if you think the comments are crazy this week, Wait until next week and the week after if they are lucky enough to keep playing, because it'll it'll get even it'll be, get even crazier. But yeah, if they win it all, Jimmy G ain't going anywhere. How, how about this? He has a Montana quality about him, and I'll and, and I'll throw this at you here, and you tell me if you agree or disagree. There's so much noise in San Francisco at the beginning of the year, even in the off season, when you know they kicked the tires potentially looking at Matthew Stafford. It was public. They they sold all those commodities to move up to three with the Dolphins so that they could get Trey Lance. And there was Garoppolo just being quiet and being, get this, doesn't affect them. It surely hasn't affect them. They've been on a phenomenal run right now. And, I, I, I mean, he's got a quality where, like, if anybody knows anything about Montana, nothing phased Joe. Didn't yeah. matter what the situation was, the Cotton Bowl or you're there in Miami. There was just nothing that phased Joe. Just nothing. Jimmy has that kind of quality, and maybe that's why he, the team gravitates to him. Is that fair? I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I, you, you, those, there aren't many of those late-game guys. Elway was one of those late-game guys, and he had the, all the comebacks and whatnot to show it. Joe was one of those guys. Um, and and, and they're, they're like football surgeons in that they can take a defense apart and they not only can take them apart, they're a little bit of a smart ass at the same time because they'll kind of show them their liver. Say, here, this is your liver. You need this, but I'm taking this. Put this yeah. over here. Um, yeah. They do that. That's how they play. And late in the game, it, it's a simple test. You ask anybody on, on San Francisco, late in the game, blah, 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 who do you want taking the snap? That's, that's a, it's, it's, it's a non-question. The guy can, the guy can do it, and he's proven it in the biggest spots. Um, okay, you have to tell me because this trend seemingly has not changed since your time. How do you guys own the Rams? I, I, I've never seen a team have the pink slip in ownership like the Niners on the Rams. I mean, it's hard to believe that as great a coach as people say, and I do believe he is Sean McVay with the Rams. Mm -hmm. He's never beaten Kyle Shanahan. But this goes back to your time. You guys had really great matchups, but, hey, man, I always remember 49ers always coming out on top and beating them dudes, man. It's just just seemingly yeah. it's more – because is it because you guys have always been 
Again, underrated during your time, dominant at the point of attack, and here they are again. What is, is it? What's the secret here to this, or is there one? Uh, uh, I, I think personally, there's two things. Um, besides the tough mental attitude with which they train, is is a huge factor, and I know everybody trains, but you know, having guys like Kittle and Bosa and people like that, Debo go down that list, Warner, and the way that they train, the way they prepare, I think that sets a tone and that sends a message to the rest of the team. Um, I've always looked at L.A. as soft. I've looked at, you know, their fans as soft. And, folks, he played in L.A. too at yeah. UCLA, just yeah, I went so to you UCLA. know. <laughs> LA, L.A. is in the sports vernacular. They're with your winner tie. But if you don't win, they will get off you so damn fast, it's not even funny. And I've always looked at the teams out of L.A. as just being, I don't know, a figment of, figment of people's imagination at times. But soft is the word that always, that always comes to mind. That's what, for me, in that game last week, I was legitimately surprised when they were kicking Tampa's butt early physically on both sides of the ball yeah. i'm going who are these guys yeah you know who who couldn't figure out you have to block 99 i mean can i can i be in on that brainstorm meeting that maybe you might want to concentrate on Aaron and, hey, and to do hey and to pick up getting von miller man i mean yeah. you know what randy the two big moves that i think put two teams into conference title games when 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 they went out and they got that Melvin Ingram guy in Kansas City, put him out there on the other end and move Chris Jones back inside again. And when they went and got Von Miller from Denver and put yeah. him on the other side, I don't know, man. Von looks like, you know, Father Time may have caught him, but he's kind of catching back up with Father Time again because he was a factor and pressure was a factor in that Bucks game. Yeah. A little bit different in this game, because like you mentioned, having Having Williams at tackle and having this line blocking the way they they do and Juice coming out of the backfield as a blocking fullback and Kittle doesn't man, mind planting your butt on the on your back either. Um, they'll they'll be tested very severely. They flunked the test twice already this year. Um, probably the worst thing they did in that second game was get ahead seventeen nothing because <laughs> they just relaxed and that was deadly. <laughs> it was like somebody sitting in a sauna and you get out of the sauna, someone's waiting to fight you and they beat the yeah. shit out of them. <laughs> and I was like, man, you can't rest on a team like that. Hey man, I got two questions here. Dude, this guy, Debo Samuel, man, you know, I had to look up where he went to college. So he went to South Carolina. I don't remember that guy at South Carolina. Randy, he's got to be one of the top three players of the final four teams. I have not seen a wide receiver in San Francisco since your time. I mean, look, you add T.O. there again. I think he's a little – I think he's T.O. and Jerry Rice. I think he's got a combination. He's a physical guy. And what I love about Kyle, I mean, he put he utilizes him so well, puts him in the slot, puts him in the backfield, lines him up out wide. I mean, just another long line of the great wide receivers that they've had in San Francisco. He's a beast. Yeah, I, I think the best thing about Debo is it's kind of toy meat scheme. Because <laughs> he's got the toys and he's got the abilities. 
And Shanahan's got the, the imagination with his motions and formations. And, I mean, some of those runs they run uh, with motions. With, with, with Trey Williams in motion, and they got him in the oh, backfield oh. blocking. Like oh, that should, I'm sorry, that should be illegal. Dude, they not, blew that Packer. <laughs> yeah, not for nothing. That should be illegal. But, but a lot of the stuff they do creates gigantic holes, and it's misdirection. It, it, it absolutely, and you know this from the defensive side of the ball, guys see motion, guys see formation. They know where the play probably is going to be, and they react. And they kind of start with that, okay, it's, it's like here. Shanahan knows that, and everything is counterintuitive to what they're seeing. You can believe nothing you see when you play San Francisco on the defensive side of the ball. And, and Debo's the reason because Debo's gone. I, I would love – I block for Wendell Tyler. Wendell Tyler was fast in college and it seemed faster in the pros, and he was never in the hole very long. Debo almost doesn't exist in the hole. You know, he's, he's not even solid – he's not even solid mass. He's more vapor by the time the guy reaches for him in the hole. Um, and that's because of that quickness, and it's because – it's stuff that Shanahan gets in defense's heads and he can make them think things and see things that aren't there. Finally here, 49ers and Chiefs again in the Super Bowl, in your opinion? Uh, probably should be. Probably should be, but more than Does it sound bit. like a lot of conviction there, brother? <laughs> well, you know, I think Kansas, Kansas City found out they were human last week, and that can oh, yeah. be a really good that can be a really good thing. Because I don't think they're going to be playing around too much this week. Yeah, I, but I, I think this is going to be – The other conference. part of me, Danny, I, I want to see San Francisco and Cincinnati. Oh, I, I know I you to, do, man. Hey, I by the to, way, I wouldn't be – I mean, the way Burroughs – nine oh. sacks, Randy. Nine sacks. And that guy still gets it done. That showed me a lot of resolve in that kid, man. I mean it. And plus, you've got the weapons with Mixon, with yeah. Jamar Chase – I mean, look, that team is going to be a force in the AFC because you got two dudes with a thousand yards in receiving, you got a thousand yard running back, and you got a four thousand yard passing quarterback, and they're all under the age of twenty six. That thing's going to be around a long time in Cincinnati. Who would have thunk it for a while? And and for the Bengal fans, I hope their organization and ownership doesn't find a way to screw that up. Oh, you mean the Bengals? They, 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 <laughs> but you know historically. They will bangle themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know what Mike Brown does? He goes, where's my wallet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made a lot of money. You know, all that football stuff was my idea. <laughs> but my idea, but now we got to sell them off like we're Charlie Finley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, I appreciate it, man. It should be a great conference championship weekend. Thank you so much for doing this, Randy. Anytime, Danny. You got it. Randy Cross from CBS Sports owner of three Super Bowl championships. Guys, do me a favor. Hit the like button. We'll finish her up right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Silio. John says, anyone else see the resemblance between Randy Cross and Captain Haley? <laughs> hey, man, he was a hell of a football player, Randy Cross. College Football Hall of Famer, too, by the way. Now works at CBS Sports. Appreciate him doing that. By the way, please hit the like button. You guys have been great once again today. Who said that I said that I compared Debo Samuel to Jerry Rice? I said he's a cross between... T.O. and Jerry Rice. Great hands and physical. I never said he was Jerry Rice. Hugh, Jerry Rice was a freak show. Here, let me think. Jerry Rice in today's NFL. Guys, what, what what's the record for the most catches? In an NFL season. Does anybody know off the top of their head? Didn't Cooper Cup get almost 2,000 yards receiving? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, no. hey, Xander, for a regular season, that's all time? For a regular season, what's the most catches that a receiver has ever put up? What's the most catches? 160 catches, 149 catches? 
Xander's got it. 149. Okay. Michael Thomas, Saints. That's right. Jerry Rice in today's NFL would have 250 catches with Montana throwing him the ball. <laughs> and Jerry Rice would have 2,500 yards. And he'd probably do that. You have to understand something about Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is the greatest offensive weapon in the history of the NFL, not a quarterback. He's got 200 fucking touchdowns. Like, there's no one close. He's got 200 touchdowns. <laughs> in an era where you mugged the guy. You destroyed these guys. Dude. The court in, in Montana never would get hit. <laughs> Joe would throw for 6,000 yards. He'd be the first guy to throw for 6,000 yards. With the, with the extra game. Jerry Rice is a freaking beast. Jim Brown in today's game would just be another back. You know how many great running backs there are in today's game? Got to remember something. Jim Brown... The reason that Jim Brown dominated the NFL in the 60s was because he was as big as every offensive lineman that he had on his team. And he was bigger than most of the linebackers and D linemen. I'm not taking anything away from him. But Jim Brown, you think he's any better than Derrick Henry? Absolutely not. You put Derrick Henry back in that time, Derrick Henry does what Jim Brown did. He's doing it now. <laughs> I mean, he's doing it now. Mahomes the rice. Oh, my God. That'd be illegal. There would be, you would have an act of Congress. And this is one thing that people in Washington, D.C. would all come to a nonpartisan agreement on. We have to break up the Kansas City Chiefs with rice and Mahomes. Uh, all the yays, yay! Everyone in the country, everyone in the Senate would go. Yeah, we're in. It'd be illegal. That would just be illegal. Yeah, John Montana's out of that factory of Winter, Pennsylvania. Unitas, Namath, Montana, Jim Kelly, all them guys played in that neck of the woods. Hey, Kyle, Ro I know, I know, I know, I know. Derrick Henry would have 4,500 yards rushing in Jim Brown's day. I completely agree, man. Like, it would be like Gretzky. Right? It would be like Gretzky. 200 points in a season. You're never going to see that again. There's two things in the NHL you'll never see ever again. You know what they are? There's two things you'll never see. 200 points scored by a guy five times. And you'll never see this. What Orr did. My friend Bobby Orr. You see that picture of me and Bobby Orr I post on my, my Twitter page at Dan Cilio Show. You'll never see this. A Norris winner, top defenseman. Art Ross, top scorer. Hart Trophy. And Con Smythe, MVP in the finals. He did that in one season twice. And he led the NHL in scoring, I think, five or six times to Bobby Orr. As the top defenseman, you will never see the Norris Trophy winner ever win 
an Art Ross, which is significant of the guy who is the most point scorer in the NHL. You're never going to see that again. You'll never see that ever happen again. Yeah, you can make the comment, Bobby or Wayne Gretzky, or probably not because Bobby got hurt and didn't play the length of time that um, Gretzky played. Big Sills, ah, Debo Samuel's not going to be in the conversation, Lawrence, for the MVP because the guy in Los Angeles is going to be. Okay, Cooper Cup, man. Too many, too many good uh, arguments to be made that he belongs in that conversation too, man. He, he's just, just spectacular. By the way, told you, guest list, just to keep you updated. Bart Andrus, the brand-new head football coach of the Philadelphia Stars. Of the USFL will be with us tomorrow. They got all their coaches. They got everybody in line. USFL is going to tee it up right after the Super Bowl. And I'm really looking forward to it. I think spring football works. Gary Cobb on Monday, along with Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS Sports, will join us. And then on Tuesday, Joy Taylor from The Herd will join us at 4.30. So a lot of people stepping in here on the National Football Show. Guys, you were awesome once again. Please hit the like button. We love you very much. Listen, if you missed any portion of the show, go back and watch it later. Share the show. Hit that like button one more time. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.